from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. I'm awake now. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. It's John Leonetti in the morning. I'm Jean Wells, Mary Sulone. We're sitting here fidgeting with buttons to turn earphones up, and whoa! Yeah, well, it was everybody just up. got a wax job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome. We could talk louder if you'd like to have the same experience, but well, let's just wake them up quietly, shall we? <laughs> Good morning, my friends. <laughs> it's time to get up. It's the first day of Lent. It is Ash Wednesday, Ash February Wednesday. 26th. It is. My We're... mom and dad's wedding anniversary. <laughs> Was it Ash Wednesday the day they got married? Honestly, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good thing. <laughs> Well, we're broadcasting from the Mercy One studio at Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. Broadcasting or, always, com. Or tune in on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. It's free. Free Easy. is good. Free is good. I like free. Uh, we have fun. Well, we're talking Lent. I mean, it is Ash Wednesday. And, and well, that makes sense. We need to... There you go, making sense again. I know, once in a blue moon. Uh, Father PJ McManus will be joining us. We're going to talk about why we wear ashes, what's the whole symbolism around that. And uh, he's at 715-745. Bo Bonner will join us. And we're going to be talking about alms is charity to the alms giver. That sounds interesting. That sounds like something Bo would come up with, yes. doesn't it? Yeah. Yep. Something to make us think. Yeah, I, early in the <laughs> morning, no hurt. less. <laughs> Oh, folks, we are so glad to be here, so blessed to to be a part of this Lenten season, you know, to take this opportunity to contemplate the uh, the passion, death, and then resurrection of our Lord on Easter Sunday. Uh, so very, very blessed um, and to be broadcasting here on this Catholic radio station for you. We've got Mark Amadeo coming up, uh, and you're saying to the day, all of that good stuff. But Deacon Tony, first, would you start us in prayer? God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. 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 Let's check in with Mark. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Okay, Mark. I know on baseball, softball, you have this 10-run rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's nothing like that for basketball? They have a running clock if the uh, yeah, score is one-sided but... in the second half only. And, but doesn't that mean, like, if you get to 100 points and the other team has 10, you should have mercy or something? <laughs> well, they were having mercy. The clock ran the whole second half, and uh, a lot of substitutes played, and... Sometimes you have games like that, Gene. You can't avoid it, and yeah. there's not too many of them. But uh, usually there's about 20 or 30 of those a year in uh, between the boys and girls teams in the state. But uh, we had one of them Saturday night. That's no question about that. Yeah, that was really um, – I, I just really felt for the other team. And I texted yep. you that maybe our JV girls could at least play for them a little bit and 
let them have a rest. <laughs> you know. Unfortunately, they can't do that. Oh. Uh, but uh, they got a lot of playing time uh, for Dowling on Saturday night when uh, you're talking about the Dowling-Lincoln game. So right. thank goodness that was over with. And uh, unfortunately for Dowling girls, their season is done. They got yes. beat last night. That and was that shocking. Is, uh, it was. It was shocking for everyone. It's kind of making the rounds this morning. I'm getting some texts from people. And said, are you, is that score right? So, yeah, season comes to an end. Yeah. But, and uh, and hey, Caitlin today Clark Ash had such a great game. but She had, she had such a great career at exactly. Dallas. How about yeah. that? I yeah. mean, set the school record in points and rebounds and a uh, tremendous leader. But, unfortunately, last night, Sioux City East was a better team. They mm-hmm. made that three-hour bus trip in a yellow school bus down to Des Moines and uh, knocked off uh, – one of the top teams in the state. Mm-hmm. So congratulations to them, and, you know, we move on, I guess. Well, we wish them well in the in the state tournament. You know, I, uh, the team that beats us, I always want them to take the championship and win. Because <laughs> if we're going to lose, we want to lose to the number one team, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, they those, those young ladies, they withstood everything Dowling threw at, him and, at them. And uh, uh, Coach Brian Drent and the Sioux City East Black Raiders move on to the state tournament on Monday. So oh. congratulations to them. Today, ladies, we have the first day of uh, Lent, Ash Wednesday. That's Are we right. ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. We're Are good to give, go. Are you giving up ashes for Lent? or? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. No. no. I'm giving up ashes for Lent. No. Yeah. Figured, yeah. I mean, I've got to work that out. I'm not giving up fish fries for Lent. I'll tell you that, ladies. I can't wait for the fish fries to begin. That is, I'm looking forward to that. Well, I'm going to be at Perry's Fish Fry Friday night because we're talking CTO to families and and um, also 529 accounts and and so it's a great opportunity to be there you know amongst their folks and and I'll give you a report on the Perry fish fry if you have not been there yet. I have not been there yet. It's ah. one of the few that I haven't been to. Yeah. But, we uh, have a couple of new food great. critics in the crowd. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Oh, they all are. Believe me, Mary Sue, there are a lot of them out there. <laughs> oh, don't I know it. Oh. Yeah. Hey, Mark, what do you have right. for us today? Well, let's, let's, let's get right to it this morning from the WHO-TV Channel 13 Weather Desk. Meteorologist Megan Selwa currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios. We have cloudy skies. 26 degrees here in central Iowa this morning. North-northwest wind at 10 miles per hour. That feels like temperature down to 17 degrees. And today we'll see cloudy skies giving way to partly cloudy skies. And uh, later on this afternoon, the sun will come come through. Uh, cold and windy throughout the day, a high of 34 degrees. Uh, northwest wind throughout the day at 10 to 20 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear, overnight low of 22 degrees. And then tomorrow, partly cloudy and uh, dry, high of 42 degrees. The same on Friday, partly cloudy, a high of 42 degrees. We can look at even better, partly cloudy, highs in the mid-50s under partly cloudy skies. Well, in the news, on this Wednesday morning, Ash Wednesday, the Internal Revenue Service is looking for several people in the state of Iowa to fill some open positions. Now, an IRS spokesperson uh, says the IRS hopes to hire up to 150 new seasonal employees to work in their call center located in West Des Moines. Now, they are taking applications right now. The IRS has both seasonal and permanent employees at the call center that that will earn under uh, just under $17 per hour. Now, anyone interested in working at the West Des Moines IRS Call Center can go to usajobs.gov. Again, the uh, website is usajobs.gov and search for open positions in the greater Des Moines area. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And last night in a game you heard right here in Iowa Catholic Radio, the girls class 5A regional final basketball game held at Dowling. And it was unranked Sioux City East upsetting number three Dowling 67-63 at the Dowling Gym. And we have a highlight 
clip from last night's game. Dowling the other way. Here's Clark with it. Caitlin dribbling right side. As uh, Olivia Barnes with her to pull up jumper. Good. It's a three-pointer. A Tumia Suns three-pointer for Clark. And Dowling's Caitlin Clark finishing her career with a 40-point effort last night, but it was too little too late. As Sioux City East down Dowling, 67-63. The Maroons close out their season with a record of 19-4. and And Sioux City East advancing to the state tournament next Monday as they take on, uh, they, they will play in the first round with a record of 16-7. and Last night, men's college basketball, excuse me, in the Big Ten, Michigan State uh, uh, upended the Iowa Hawkeyes 78-70 in East Lansing, 24-ranked Michigan State with the win. 18th-ranked Iowa drops to 19-9 on the season. Big 12 play Iowa State gets a win at home, much-needed win. Cyclones approved their record at 12-16 as they defeated TCU 65-59 at Hilton Coliseum in Ames. And last night in men's college basketball, Missouri Valley Conference play Loyal of Chicago defeated Drake 64-60 in Chicago. Bulldogs fall to 18-12 on the season. Last night right here in Des Moines, AHL hockey, and it was second place, the Iowa Wild defeating the third place, the Chicago Wolves 5-2 at Wells Fargo Arena. Tonight, men's college basketball in the Missouri Valley Conference. Evansville is at Northern Iowa at 7 o'clock. They'll tip off in Cedar Falls. And tonight in women's college basketball, the Iowa State women on the road at Kansas State. And they'll tip off at 6.30. Today there's no Dowling Catholic varsity sports or activities that are scheduled. Our next high school basketball broadcast will be this Friday night. It'll be the boys' sub-state semifinal as Council Bluffs Lincoln comes to town. Or, I'm sorry, Council Bluffs Lewis Central comes to town and they take on Dowling Catholic. Uh, we'll be on the air at 6.45 Friday night. 7 o'clock is a tip-off from the Dowling Gym, so join us. Dowling and Lewis Central of Council Bluffs boys' sub-state basketball here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Once again, from the WHO-TV Channel 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently in Des Moines. Cloudy skies, 26 degrees at the Mercy One Studios, north-northwest wind at 10 miles per hour. Today will be cloudy skies, giving way to partly cloudy skies later on this afternoon. Cold and windy throughout the day, a high of 34 degrees. We'll have northwest winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Wednesday morning, John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. As usual, starting off pretty well for us. No accidents to pass along. Seven minutes as you're headed to downtown for the West Mixer on 235. Seven minutes from the East Mixer to downtown. So a quick drive for you as you're heading into work. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. And as always, we thank those who support Iowa Catholic Radio, and right now we want to thank Golden Rule PHC. Golden Rule PHC provides residential plumbing services in Des Moines, and you'll only want to trust plumbers with the experience and ensures an excellent job each time. Find them online at goldenrulephc.com or call 888-203-5401. Well, Mary Sue, I thought we could chat a little bit about this first day of Lent because people may 
have not decided what they're going to do for Lent. Yeah, it comes up kind of fast sometimes on people. Yeah. It's like, whoa, I didn't see that yeah. coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I was I was journaling last night about, you know, what to give up for Lent. And I'm like, we're not giving it up for Lent. We're giving it up for Jesus. There you go. And it's like, because then it makes, it's like, oh, I'm going to give up coffee for Jesus. I'm going to give up TV for Jesus, really? I mean, look what he gave up and took up for us, you know? And then I thought, well, there's nothing that we could give up or take up that would be significant in comparison to what he did for us. No, but there's a lot of practical ways that we can support the mission of the church that he established and... In our own yes. way and and um, come out, you know, more prepared for the resurrection mm-hmm. on Easter Sunday. But I thought no matter what it is, that whatever little thing that you may do, if you do it with the intention of doing it for Jesus, you could be giving up gum. Oh. And if you do it with a sincere heart and an intention to love the Lord, that is significant. That's right. right? Absolutely. Yeah. So I did find this this list. There's a, a you know lots of different lists out there, but one of the things on there that I really liked was don't buy anything you don't need. Yeah, that I I saw this list yesterday and thought, wow, there. I mean that mm-hmm. that that could wipe out a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah, because it's like, well, gee, if you're a crafter. You know, you're not going to go out and buy any of your little crafting supplies for Lent because you don't really need those unless it's your business. Yeah. You know, you do it for fun. Okay. Maybe you are going to buy a sofa. You don't need a sofa unless your sofa has now collapsed. You know, maybe you wait until after Easter to buy that and you live with the sofa that has the rip in it. Or, you know, it's like all of a sudden it's like, golly, there's not much that we really need. What do we really need? I mean, it's just a, it's a right. great thing to think about, you know. Right. Because what do not, I really need? Yeah. It's not like the sofa thing. It's like, okay, so your cat ripped a tear in it with their claws. You can live with that for 40 days. Yeah. And, uh, you know, on the other side of that, um, you know, I've been reading, we've been reading a book about um, being grateful. Mm-hmm. And maybe you think about the things that you don't need and be grateful for the things you, you have, have that you don't need. Yeah. You know, think about, you know, mm-hmm. turn that around a little bit. The second one, actually, I know a couple of people who did this last year, and it's a great one. Yeah, the throw away 40 things for 40 days. Yeah. Not 40 things every day. Yeah. Just one thing a day. If you have 40 things to throw away every day for 40 days, then you You need got, to do that, too. <laughs> you've got too much stuff. But yeah, every day it's like, okay, maybe it's going through your clothes closet. Yeah, I know. And I know this for a fact. I know a couple of people that did this last year and each person in the house had a pile going, Mm -hmm. you know, or a box in their room Mm -hmm. and they put away, they put something in there every single day for the 40 days Mm -hmm. and, you know, they then, you know, donated it to charity once a week or, you know, at the end of Mm -hmm. land or whatever it might be. It's a great idea. And I was talking to a friend of mine who belongs to Holy Trinity. And, you know, they have that huge um, garage sale. Yeah. Um, once a year. I think it's once a year. She has tubs in her basement that are labeled breakables, you know, different labels of things. And so rather than, you know, pitching it, if it is, you know, still of value, she puts it in the tub. And so it's away. And so when it comes time to take things for their... Um, 
their big garage sale, she has them already packed up and ready to go. Oh, and that's I thought, a great idea. What a great way to, to clean that clutter, get rid of the things that are broken or whatever, and trash them, and then the things that you're going to donate have a way to set aside. So I thought yeah. that was really good. Um, it kind of goes with that 40 days of home organization. Yep. They so, go hand in hand. Yeah. 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 No uh, gossiping. Number four, no gossiping. Uh, yikes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a challenge a for one. a lot of people. Yeah. We'll give you some more of these as we go through the course of today's show. But yeah, there's, there's a lot of things that we can do. And when we do it from the sincerity of our heart, God will find it significant for us. That's, and I, I do like this next one. We'll just have to mention this. Work out daily to take care of the body God gave you. Al and I actually had this conversation last yes. night. Yes. That, you know, we could step up our game. Yeah. And, you know, instead of sitting on the couch for, you know, two hours every night watching television, we could what? go, you know, we could go take a walk. You could go take a walk or you could do some stretches and exercises while you're watching television. Well, we could. Yeah. There's lots of things you can do. Hey, uh, coming up is Father PJ McManus, pastor of Christ the King. And we're going to talk about why we wear ashes and why we don't rub them off after mass. Great segment. You yes. know, to, just to go back and reflect on the history of it a little bit. Yeah. Find something out. Your Iowa Catholic Radio time is 718. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmanInternational.org. That's BlessmanInternational.org. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo. And I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Gray's Lake. Confluencebrewing.com. Hi, this is Cy Kellett, host of Catholic Answers Live. When you support this station, you offer a lifeline to a soul in need. You help save a marriage or an innocent life or a young person crushed by secular pressures. That's how powerful the message of God's love in Jesus Christ is. We're all called to share the good news of God's love given to us in Jesus, and that is exactly what you do when you offer your support. 
You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Whoa! everyone this is gene wells along with mary sue lone time to get up and out of bed if you hit the snooze button that's right it's Eat. ash wednesday it's ash wednesday up and adam adamant that's, that's right <laughs> was that some cartoon show uh, yes it okay. was man wow that's that a takes, blast from that the takes past. me past. <laughs> we're broadcasting from the mercy one studio here at iowa catholic radio we'd love to hear from you yeah i want to hear what people are doing for lent this yeah, year yeah let us know i always like to yeah. hear people's ideas send us a text 515-223-1150 you never know what you may what may be the thing that really you know helps you and like and it, and it don't might help eat somebody, after dinner yeah it might help somebody else that's right don't eat after dinner was one of the suggestions so and if you call lunch dinner you're in a world of hurt yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh well who else should we bring in maybe a priest would be a good idea to have us join join us on ash wednesday maybe to talk about ashes or something i wonder who we could call is there gosh anybody out there who are you gonna call (laughs) ghostbusters (laughs) <laughs> Ashbusters. Ashbusters. Hey, good morning, Father PJ. How are you? Good good morning, Jean. Good morning, Mercy. So ashes. Why do we wear ashes? I mean, we all know you are dust and unto dust you shall return, but what? Why? How come we do these things and we never really understand the depth of what they mean? Well, you know, I think part of the reason it's hard to get at the depth is because it's so darn deep. <laughs> <laughs> The, okay, there you go, folks. <laughs> yeah, right. Profound. So, um, so ashes are, are are redolent with symbolism throughout the whole, especially the old, but also the New Testament. Right. So, ashes get used repeatedly as a sign of repentance. Um, the people are called to fast in sack and ash cloth um, in First and Second Kings um, uh, during the the persecution uh, in the reign of Queen Esther um, and throughout the Old Testament. Um, David, of course, puts on sack and ashcloth after his sin, so it's so it's a sign of repentance from sin. But I think the reason that it becomes a sign of repentance is really interesting because if you look at the Torah, at the the, the book of Numbers, then ashes are prescribed as a manner of cleansing when a person has become unclean. And Which seems funny to me because ashes make you dirty. <laughs> well, they do. Except, think about this. It's, it's, I've only noticed it as the rage in the last year or so, but you guys are probably better plugged into the, the stuff than me, right? Charcoal uh, yeah. toothpaste, <laughs> yeah, and 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 ashy soap, right? So that so that ashes have been used as a manner of sort of soap making for a really really long time, and I think it's I mean there are chemical reasons that you know the people that at least prescribed a charcoal toothpaste <laughs> think this is helpful, but there are um, there's a physical reason too, right? When you lack what we think of as regular soap, mixing something. That sort of granular and grindy, um, it you know it it it, it abrades the skin, right? It exfoliates essentially, mm-hmm. and so you're sort of exfoliating. You know, in the tradition, we talk not only about sin, but the effects of sin, the consequences of sin. And if it were simply a matter of uh, repenting of sin, well, we could all just go to confession and start new. But the problem is that sin, you know, sticks to us kind of like gum to the bottom of our shoe, <laughs> and you get the big chunk of the gum off. But for a long time after, every time you walk, you can still hear that kind of, right? Mm-hmm. So the effects of sin linger. And so the fasting and the abstinence and the prayer and the penance 
which we observe during Great Lent, they're there to help us get rid not only of sin, but of the, the effects of sin and especially the attachment to sin. And the best way to get rid of that attachment to sin is, is the sacrament of reconciliation that you right. are now so, offering every day. Is that right? We are. Every single day, every single day of the week over here at Christ the King. Um, I, I tell people it's, uh, it, it's not because we're all worse sinners on the South Side. We're just more serious about getting rid of it. <laughs> oh, I heard that you're but worse we, sinners. I mean, come we, on. That may also be true. <laughs> Being very um, proactive. Yeah. But so yeah, so so every every night of the work week at six p.m. So we have mass every night at five thirty, and then uh, confessions following from six to seven, and then on the weekends we have confession before the two, uh, b- before the major uh, mass on Saturday, so from four to four fifty or so, mm-hmm. and then um, on Sunday after our last mass we go until until they stop. We go until they stop pretty much every night. But yeah. Um, but yeah, so so confession and mass seven days a week right over here on the south side. Now, Father PJ, the the ashes thing. Why on the forehead? I mean, why not on the palms of the hands? It's a really good question. So it didn't. It hasn't always been on the forehead. Uh, the older and longer tradition was that it would be sort of strewn over the head. And okay. when I lived in Rome, this is actually still the custom. Was it, it sort of gets sprinkled over the top of the head? the The origins of the ritual are a little bit obscure. But one of the things that we know is that in the old uh, rite of um, last rites uh, of anointing and, and especially preparation for death. Um, what would happen is the person would lie on the ground. They, so they would be moved from their sick bed onto the ground, onto some sackcloth, and then the priest would would sprinkle ashes over them, and they would say, "Are you content with sackcloth and ashes? Are you content with the act of of penitence?" Is, is the conversion sort of real? Are you willing to see it to the end? And the person would answer, I am content. And the desire was that this would be really their last words, that the, the, their, their, their last words would be this affirmation of, of whole life conversion to Christ. And so then um, the, the, the practice of putting it on our heads on Ash Wednesday, this derives, it comes from a period, you know, um, the whole period of Lent is really attached to the catechumenate, to what we think of today as the RCIA, of people preparing to enter the Church. And when you had had people who, had com- people who were already in the Church, but who had committed really serious sins, then they would make a public confession of guilt on Ash Wednesday, and they would be sprinkled with ashes and dressed in sackcloth, and then cast out of the Church, just as Adam was cast out of Paradise for his sin. And they would remain out of the Church, they would come sort of for liturgy and sit in the very, very back, the area that we think of as the lobby, but like between the outside door and the inside door. And they'd stay there for all of Lent, and then they, then they would be publicly reconciled uh, either on Wednesday or Thursday of Holy Week, depending on the part of the world that you were in. So that, they, so, so that then the, as uh, public confession became more commonly private, and all of us wound up being sort of um, repentant sinners for the whole of Lent, simply began to make sense to put the ashes on everybody. But the, the forehead thing really um, is an English custom, so it has to do with our own sort of cultural patrimony. Um, and uh, there's a lot of debate about it. In, in, um, in the old days, priests would have the cross made not on their forehead, but on their tonsure, on the bald spot that was shaved on top of their head to mark them. I mean, some of us don't have to have it shaved, right? But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it would be marked that way. And, and it looks like that it just kind of moved down the forehead for, for uh, lay people. Hmm fascinating you know and i i just this the public um censure of, of of folks you know you just wonder if we had a little more public um 
I don't know what the word would be, but, you know, that we may not be quite such private sinners. You know, right. If we're held up to a higher standard more publicly. And, yeah, no, I don't want to be flogged on the in the town square, but, you know, it's it's one of those things. It's like we it's so secret anymore that we can just sin and we don't have to tell anybody. So secret sin is, of course, a problem, and, and it allows us to hide from the public consequences of our mm-hmm. sin. Um, at the same time, you know, I, I think Ash Wednesday is a terrific opportunity, if done rightly. Um, you know, we, we, we struggle so much today with how, how, how to be Christian in public and not seem sort of smarmy or, or, mm-hmm. or um, uh, hoity, right? Uh, you know, the, the constant claim, right, that the church is just sort of where people go to feel good about themselves. Mm-hmm. And, and, of course, I, I don't know who they're talking about, because I live in the midst of this thing, and I don't know how your mass starts, but mine begins with, I confess, so oh my yeah. God. And so, so you know, the, the, the public repentance of sin I think is is a great exercise not only for us but for those around us and 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 even for um, uh, for non Christians uh, devout non Christians Jews and Muslims recognize this move very much because they still have their own kind of versions of it right um, but for those who are uh, really non practicing the recognition that there's like there's stuff in all of our lives that's really messed up and that we we would like to fix I think is the best remedy for the ills that plague the world. Well, we could have had you on for the whole show, Father PJ, <laughs> but it's already half past the hour, so we have to move on. God bless you, and and I, I know I'll, I'll actually I'll see you this weekend at St. Thomas in Indianola because you're coming down Absolutely to help with you our will. reconciliation. Absolutely, you will, and send yeah. as many people as you can on down to Christ the King. We'll 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 strive as many sinners as we can each night, and uh, and we're just very happy to be with you. God bless. Thank you, Father PJ. Have a good night, gang. Uh, Coming up, folks, it's your Saint of the Day. We're so grateful for our sponsors, including Bell Construction. That's right. At Bell Construction, Dean comes to the home or job to give a bid for your roofing needs. And when the job is done, Dean, who owns Bell Construction, will personally inspect your property to ensure the highest quality of work. Dean's been in the roofing business for 30 years, and you can reach him at 515-963-4494. The Iowa Catholic Radio Time is 7.30. Let's go to Father Andrew Winter. Jesus said to his disciples, In praying, do not babble like the pagans, who think that they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them. Your Father knows what you need before you ask him. This is how you are to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. If you forgive men their transgressions, your Heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you do not forgive men, neither will your Father forgive your transgressions. The Gospel of the Lord The Our Father is the most important Christian prayer because it's given to us by Jesus himself and its importance is reflected in the fact that we recite it multiple times per day in the Mass, Liturgy of the Hours, and Rosary, to name just a few examples. It's unique because we're privileged to refer to God in a very intimate way, then beg His forgiveness, which comes with a challenge that we might not recognize if we're not careful. It seems that forgiveness for us hinges on forgiving others. If God is willing to forgive everyone, Who are we to not forgive others, even ourselves?
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. When it comes to your home, Golden Rule puts your mind at ease with the Gold Club. Two high-performance system checks, a plumbing inspection, no trip charges, and you get to jump ahead in line. Don't get stuck freezing this winter when your furnace won't work. Golden Rule will make it to every Gold Club member's home. Home is where your heart is. Protect it with Golden Rule's Gold Club membership. I'm Bobby from Golden Rule, where we deliver respect, understanding, loyalty, expertise, and service every time you call. We have a standard and we prove it. Online at GoldenRulePHC.com. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Welcome to John Lee and Eddie in the morning. I'm Gene Wells along with Mary Sue Lone. John's traveling today. We may be here tomorrow. Well, I heard that. He has us on standby in case the weather gets bad. Oh, John. Yeah. So, yeah. How confusing confusing to be John. I know. So who knows, folks? You may get us tomorrow, too. We're broadcasting from the Mercy One studio here at Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM. Or you might be streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com, or you can always tune in on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. And you text us. We've got the text line open. We're looking at it. We'd love to hear from you as to what you're giving up for Lent. And one of the most typical is they're going to give up soda or coffee. Yeah, or what? It, what's what are you doing for Lent? It doesn't yeah. have to be something right. you're giving up. We're just curious what, you know, what individuals and families are doing yeah. to uh, celebrate and and practice the season mm-hmm. of Lent. I like, and it is practice, people. It's you know, yeah, not yeah. You don't get to be perfect. That's right. <laughs> and I like to say, give up and take up. Yeah, the things you're going to give up, and then the things you're going to take up and doing. So we'd love to hear from you. Um, you were saying there's a friend of yours that uh, takes no took no electricity after supper, one day a week. One yes. day a week, candles only. Yeah, that's very cool. whether they were battery or <laughs> burning. Yeah, candles, and they, you know, you very no cool. electronic, nothing. You know, no TV, no tablets, no phones, mm-hmm. and uh, that's you know, very cool. Yeah. Very creative. They did that as a family. It is Ash Wednesday, Wednesday, February 26th. And we thank our sponsors. They are so generous with us, including one of our newest sponsors, Five Sons Naturescapes. Yeah, thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting John Leonetti in the morning. Oh, they have a new grandbaby. Oh, well, congratulations. Yeah. (laughs) Well, not the five sons, but the grandparents have a new grandbaby. Yeah. They're very passionate about providing natural solutions while creating a lush and full landscape for their customers. Honesty and integrity come first, and this is a great time to be thinking about that. Phone them at 515-493-1060 or online at fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Hey, coming up in our second half hour, we'll have Bo Bonner, uh, Executive Vice President of the Newman Idea. We're going to talk about alms is charity to the alms giver. So, okay. And your saint of the day. Well, of course, we'll have that shortly. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports and weather from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Sowa. But first, Deacon Tony, would you lead us in prayer?
God our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's check in with Mark Amadeo. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. So, Mark, now that the the girls are are out of the state tournament play, you know, what are you going to do to keep busy these evenings? He's going to go to fish fries. Oh, that's right. (laughs) It's like a hobby for you Well, the boys are still playing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It is. When's their next game? Next... Boys Substate is this Friday. They mm-hmm. host Lewis Central of Council Bluffs okay. at Dowling. So we'll okay. have that game in Iowa Catholic Radio. And so you'll yeah, miss girls, your uh, first down... fish fry? I usually do. You usually miss oh. the first couple. <laughs> Maybe they can deliver. <laughs> what do we get, six? Yeah. What do we get, six of them? Yeah, I, I use uh, takeout. I do the takeout well, thing. Yeah, I was going to say, a couple of them do drive through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw that. I know uh, out in Altoona, yes. St. John and Paul, they do the drive through and I think there's a few more. I was reading that. That is awesome. Isn't that convenient, Mary Sue? It is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you just have to, where, where's the game being played? Where's the nearest Catholic church? Yeah. Sounds like mm-hmm. a plan. Uh, I've, like I've done that. So uh, so now with what you guys were just mentioning before I came on was uh, I'll just grab a to-go fish fry on Friday, go home and turn the, turn everything off, turn the electricity off and, and eat with candles. And mm-hmm. my wife and daughter will be looking at me like, what are you doing? So, no electricity. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Try that. And then you'll have a conversation with your wife and daughter. If I can see them. Crickets. Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> I may not be able to see them, but got all the electricity off and just candlelight. I mean, that'll be interesting. But yeah, yeah it could work. That yeah. could work. Well, and that's the next thing you can do on Lent is you say three nice things to your spouse and kids every day. So, you know, if you don't have any technology on, that would be a great time to say three nice things to your wife and to your daughter. Well, is that all? It's just three? I mean, daily. I, I do that every day, Gene. Uh, oh, I mean, more than three, I think. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I, I don't really count, but I. We might want to fact check that, that uh, with Mary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> nope. And don't be calling her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Three well, give nice me a day or two to, to get out of town. Then, then, then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, my two older sisters are the best older sisters a man can have. I am just blessed. Yeah, that's one, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so okay. somebody's back there counting. I heard Jimmy Olsen. Is he supposed to be looking up the traffic and making sure the traffic's flowing right? Now he's he can counting how many times I make a yep. nice comment. Yep. I understand. Yes, he can. does a great job of that. I appreciate that. What do you All have right. for us, Mark? Well, ladies, thanks for... Yep. Thanks for sitting in today on this Ash Wednesday. What I have? Well, we got to start with weather. And from the yes. WHO TV, Channel 13 Weather Desk, I'm meteorologist Megan Selwall. Currently in Des Moines, cloudy skies, 26 degrees. Not a bad day for uh, Ash Wednesday. We have uh, northwest winds at 10 miles per hour. So we do have a very chilly, uh, feels like temperature of 17 degrees this morning. But today it'll be cloudy skies turning to partly cloudy. We'll see the sun peak through later on this afternoon. Today's high 34 degrees. But it'll remain chilly because the wind will pick up. Northwest winds 10 to 20 miles prior will keep those temperatures in the 20s tonight mostly clear overnight low of 22 degrees and tomorrow partly cloudy and dry high of 42 degrees more of the same on friday same temperature 42 degrees a weekend looking even better partly cloudy highs in the mid 50s both saturday and sundays under partly cloudy skies 
Well, in the news on this Wednesday morning, uh, the Internal Revenue Service is looking for several people in Iowa to fill open positions. The IRS spokesman uh, says the IRS hopes to hire up to 150 new seasonal employees to work at their call center in West Des Moines. They are taking applications right now. Uh, the IRS has both seasonal and permanent employees at the call center that will earn just under $17 an hour. Now, anyone interested in working at the West Des Moines IRS call center can go to their website, US jobs.gov and search for open positions in the Des Moines area. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Last night in the game you heard right here in Iowa Catholic Radio, girls class 5A regional final basketball, and it was unranked Sioux City East, upsetting number three Dowling Catholic 67-63 in girls high school basketball last night, and we have a highlight clip from last night's game. Corner three by Gaber is good! Uh, to me, it sounds great by Grace Gaber, the first one of the second half, and that was a big one for Dowling. That was uh, Grace Gaber with her six points. She was one of six Dowling seniors who played their last game la- uh, last night as Dowling girls close out their season with the record of 19-4 and in a number three ranking. Again, Sioux City East upsetting Dowling 67-63, knocking the Maroons out of the tournament. Caitlin Clark leading all scorers last night with 40 points to lead Dowling. Last night, men's college basketball in the Big Ten. Number 24, Michigan State, defeated the number 18th ranked Iowa Hawkeyes 78-70 to in East Lansing, Michigan. The Hawkeyes fall to 19-9 on the season. Big 12 play, the Iowa State Cyclones rebound. They defeated TCU 65-59 at Hilton Coliseum and Ames. Iowa State's record now 12-16 and on the season. And last night in Missouri Valley Conference men's basketball, Loyal of Chicago defeated the Drake Bulldogs 64-60 in Chicago. Bulldogs fall to 18-12 and on the season. Last night, right here in Des Moines, AHL Hockey, the second-place Iowa Wild defeated third-place Chicago by the score of 5-2 at Wells Fargo Arena. Tonight, it's men's college basketball. In the Missouri Valley Conference, Evansville is at Northern Iowa, and they will uh, tip off at 7 o'clock in Cedar Falls. And tonight, women's college basketball in the Big 12, the Iowa State women on the road at Kansas State, and they'll tip off at 6.30. Today, there are no Dowling Catholic varsity sports or activities scheduled. Our next high school basketball broadcast will be this Friday night, the boys' sub-state semifinal from the Dowling Gym. As Council Bluffs Lewis Central comes to town, and they take on Dowling Catholic, we'll go on the air at 6.45 with our pregame tip-off 7 o'clock. Join me and Mike Swain for the call this Friday. Friday night here on Iowa Catholic Radio, Lewis Central Council Bluffs at Dowling Catholic. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, cloudy skies, 26 degrees, a north-northwest wind at 10 miles per hour. And today it will remain cloudy skies throughout the day, but partly cloudy later on this afternoon. It will be cold and windy. Today's high, 34 degrees, but those northwest winds will be gusting at 10 to 20 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Ash Wednesday John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Still not looking bad. We are accident free as we continue with that drive this morning. Ten minutes as you're heading in from the West Mixer to downtown. Two thirty-five. Eight minutes from the East Mixer into downtown. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. 
This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, this saint endured ridicule, ridicule and rejection, but God guided her to where she would shine. I wonder when Mark gives us, us such grief, whether that will constitute us. Is that our to moment be, to shine? Might be. It might be. <laughs> Well, today's Saint of the Day is Saint Maria Bertea Boscardine, and she was born in Italy in 1888. And uh, she lived uh, in fear of her father, I mean, which is so sad. A violent man, he was prone to bouts of rage and jealousy. And she had limited schooling, which kind of goes along with that, you know, violent behavior. Uh, Instead, being kept at home to help in the fields and with the housework. Um, she was often the butt of jokes, in part because she showed few talents for work in a farm household. In 1904, Maria joined the Sisters of St. Dorothy, and she worked in the kitchen and the laundry and the bakery. And then she received nurses' training, and the young woman blossomed. Uh, she found at last a field in which she could excel, and she cared for children with severe physical and psychological ailments. When her hospital was taken over during World War I, Maria fearlessly continued to care for patients despite the constant risk of the air raids and bombings. She died of complications due to a tumor in 1924. And when she was canonized in 1964, many of the patients she had cared for were present. So we ask St. Maria Bertea Boscardine to pray Pray for for us. And a big thanks to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting the Saint of the Day. Stephen practices real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. You can reach him at 515-224-1776. Another suggestion for Lent, don't eat out for the 40 days of Lent. I know. Ouch. Ouch. Hey, coming up is Bo Bonner. We're going to talk about alms as charity to the alms giver. Your Iowa Catholic Radio time is 746. Here's your Diocesan Minute. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Wednesday, February 26th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Today is Ash Wednesday. Today is a day of fasting and abstaining from meat. A person is permitted to eat one full meal as well as two smaller meals that together do not equal one full meal. This is obligatory for those between the ages of 18 to 59. Rwandan genocide survivor Father Ubald will be celebrating two healing masses in early March. Father Ubald lost 80 members of his family during the genocide but forgave them. He'll be at St. Pius X Parish in Urbandale on March 9th at 7 p.m. Then he'll be at Our Lady's Immaculate Heart Parish in Inkney March 10th at 7 p.m. These healing masses are often standing room only. The Emmaus House is offering a morning retreat on March 7th called Exploring Centering Prayer as a Christian Meditation Practice. This is an ancient tradition of Christic mystics and is a way of praying that teaches us to detach from our thoughts and ordinary mental distractions. To learn more, visit theemmaushouse.org. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. 
Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Five Sons Naturescapes. Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran-owned family company providing premium outdoor landscapes. Extend your living space outdoors with patios, pergolas, fencing, and retaining walls. Outdoor lighting is another way to enjoy your landscaping day and night. Five Sons Naturescapes will spend the time to understand your needs and create your perfect outdoor space. Learn more about Five Sons Naturescapes at fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to John Leonetti in the Morning. I'm Jean Wells, along with Mary Sue Lone. We're filling in for John. We may be back tomorrow if the weather turns nasty wherever he's at. We, so. don't, we don't really know. We don't know. Inquiring minds want to know. All of our listeners want to know. We don't know. (laughs) We'd love to hear from you. It is the first day of Lent. If you are doing something unusual, we'd love to share it with our listeners so that they, too, can uh, contemplate that as a potential um, uh, gift to do during Lent, whether to give up something or take up something. Yeah, it's not too late to start. Oh, no, If you haven't decided, it's okay. That's right. That's right. Never too late. And we're so um, grateful to all of our sponsors here at Iowa Catholic Radio, including Blessman International. Every year, Blessman International leads teams of Central Iowans to share the compassionate heart of Christ with orphans and vulnerable children in South Africa. You can learn more and sign up for a trip at blessmaninternational.org. And Bo Bonner, yes, it's your... Yeah, we're going to be his older sisters, too. Hey, Bo, how are you? Good morning. I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> Mark Amadeo always calls us his older sisters. So, uh-huh. and I know I'm older than you, so I could be your mother. That's a scary thought, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. No, that it would scare you know. Bo. It should scare Bo. <laughs> no, no comment at all. <laughs> yeah. You know, you are wise. I heard that about you. Yeah, but now very I know smart that's for man. Sure. Hey, uh, I, I see that we have a title for you of Executive Vice President of the Newman Idea. Share briefly what that is before we talk about almsgiving. Yes, of course. So um, the Newman Idea, look, there's over 4 million Catholics that go to non-Catholic colleges. Mm-hmm. And so the question is, how do we reach them with uh, formation in the Catholic intellectual tradition? And the Newman Idea is doing that by having accredited courses in the great Catholic tradition taught at uh, non-Catholic universities, so we're in the process of doing that in Louisiana, where my president, Dave Delio, is, and then we're starting the process up here in the Midwest through me, and uh, we're looking to expand, and if people want to find out more, they can go to the newmanidea.org. Oh, awesome. nice. Newmanidea.org. Newman, N-E-W-M-A-N. Idea. Correct. New man. New man. Be a new yep. man. Uh, that's a song we could sing, I think. Oh, okay, so let's talk about alms as uh, charity to the almsgiver. Yeah, so one of the things, uh, of course, in, in Lent, we have the three uh, great activities that we do to, uh, you know, enact penance, so uh, prayer, fasting, and then almsgiving. And in a lot of people's minds, I think, oh, what a great thing I'm giving uh, to someone in need, and uh, isn't that great? But then we get into questions as how is that really different than philanthropy? And you hear a lot of people talk about the sort of uh, hypocrisy even of giving, right? So, like, I, out of my great need, give a little and feel better, but... 
you know, is that really what Lent's all about? Uh, but what you start to see in the tradition, of course, is that uh, whenever we find someone in need to give almsgiving to, that we should thank them because they have given us an opportunity to actually divest ourselves of things that we hold, uh, attachments we hold too tightly, uh, but also uh, whereas you're giving them something that, you know, can maybe feed them today or help them in their uh, difficulty in the moment, they're giving you an opportunity to earn an, inter- an eternal merit, right? Mm-hmm. So if we purify our souls so that we don't have to spend time in purgatory, we grow the love of charity, that this is the opportunity for us to imitate Christ. It's actually almsgiving is the gift to the person giving away the money far more than it is any gift that an almsgiver could give to someone in need. You know, and that's real- something I think it's important to remember here at the start of Lent. You know, it it it's, it goes back to the intention of the gift. If the if the gift is to be proud that I'm giving of of whatever I have, that's contrary to the humility of of knowing that you know I've been able to help this person that is in greater need. And so, and again, it's where that intent. Is. You know, we were talking at the be- beginning of the show of what we can do that would be significant enough for the Lord, given what he gave us in his death and, and resurrection. But if we give it, if we give those alms with a pure heart and we're doing it, you know, for Jesus, for the Lord, you know, then it, it it's a gift of humility that it comes back as a gift to us. Yes. Well, I also think it's important. I mean, I, I would almost say the radical claim is when you get the chance to give, you should actually pray grace afterwards like you do after a meal. Like, you should mm-hmm. you should be gracious. You should, in gratitude, thank the Lord that you'd been given um, a chance to give to someone else. First of all, not only to thank Him that you had the resources to do so, but that you had the opportunity to give to someone else. I mean, it truly is a gift to give to people. And I know that people can go, well, Sherbo, you have multiple nonprofits that you help with, and that's always a really nice thing for you to keep throwing out when you talk to benefactors. But it also just happens to be the case, and the well-established thought of the Church throughout the years is, you know, we can either look at the lack and difficulty in the world and think that, you know, the world is just a vast, uh, you know, dam that we're plugging holes into, hoping that it doesn't bust, or otherwise, God has made... Uh, the world and the different humans in it with varying needs and strengths so that uh, we have the capacity to actually be a part of Christ's salvific work through giving to the people who need more. And I just think that that's a more compelling, if also reasonable and honest and rational way to look at the world. The world has a lot of need, mm-hmm. uh, but for we who have the capacity to give, it's a gift in order to uh, to, to tend to the world and do something about it. Good food for thought as we begin the season of Lent. Hey, you've got uh, The Uncommon Good coming up today. What's on your show? Well, we're going to try to talk about the public uh, nature of of penance and uh, fasting and almsgiving. So, uh, of course, we all think about uh, Lent uh, specifically and individually, which makes sense because we're the ones who make uh, decisions to do this. But we want to try to tease out what is a what's the difference between an order that believes in penance and one that doesn't. That's what we're going to talk about today. The Uncommon Good at 10 a.m. here on Wednesdays, rebroadcast at 10 p.m. tonight. Bo Bonner and Bud Marr uh, with The Uncommon Good. Hey, thanks, Bo. Have a, have a good and blessed Lent. You too. God bless. Thank you. Hey, your last uh, tip 
for Lent, uh, consider replacing 30 minutes of TV or screen time with 30 extra minutes of devotion or prayer time. You could pray the rosary awesome. and the chaplet in, during that time. Yeah. Yep. We thank you so much for joining us. You can pray with us throughout the day, beginning at 5 a.m. with Read the Bible, and followed by the Iowa Catholic Radio Rosary at 5.30, 9.30, and evenings at 9.30. You can pray the Angelus with us at 6 a.m. and the Divine Mercy Chaplet at 3 p.m. We are so grateful. Our pledges, our contributions are still coming in for our Spring Carathon. How awesome is that? I thank you so, so much. And uh, it is through your generosity that we continue to bring you this Catholic radio station with the connection to our local parishes and communities and events throughout uh, our listening area. We are so, so blessed for your prayers and your support. You can contribute at iowacatholicradio.com. Deacon Tony, would you offer a blessing for our listeners today? May the blessing of God the Father and God the Son, God the Holy Spirit come down upon all of us to protect us and to bring us all to his everlasting life. Amen. 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 Make it a great Wednesday, a great Ash Wednesday, and a great beginning of Lent. For Mary Sulone, our producer deacon, Tony Valdez, I'm Jean Wells. Friends, be confident in Christ's mercy and his love. We know we were made for so much more than Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.